Ladies and gentlemen, the Adult Baby Show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Adult Babies Podcast, episode 112. I am B. I'm Chick. And I'm Chris. I think Chris forgot who he is, but we do have a very special guest today. We sure Second do. Second time guest, uh, heartthrob of Long Island, Lou Vecchio. <laughs> <laughs> he is the heartthrob of Long Island. I, 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 I mean, that's a pretty good title, actually. I'll take it. Yeah. So thank you, bro. Thank you. Since guys. you're like a the- drummer, we should call you the heartbeat. No, the you're heartbeat. the heartthrob. Yes, yes. The, heart, yeah. the heartbeat. I mean, yeah, I guess Bob, the, it's, the, it's the same, you know, pulsing. Yeah, it's the same thing. How you These doing, buddy? Got to try and outdo me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's in my nature. It is. Um, but, yeah, we, yeah the, the drummer of New Politics, a uh, longtime friend and Farmingdale uh, alumni, Lou Vecchio. And we are excited to have you, bud. I'm, I'm excited to be here, dude. Always a pleasure to hang with you guys. Chris. This is the first time for us. It's a pleasure to hang with you as well. That's pleasure. right. I yeah, was uh, uh, you were Taylor last time. Yeah, you did back to back episodes with them, uh, like the two episodes before I was on for the first time, and they were so. Yeah. Good. <laughs> it was. It was fun. We had a good time. I brought over prosecco and we hung I out. I was just gonna say that was the first time I drank on the show, and I got a little loose. It felt good. And what's <laughs> going on good. tonight, Chick? And we <laughs> thought we, we we thought we were gonna do the same tonight. I figured. Um, Lou had brought up, he's like, why don't we do like a happy hour edition? And I was like, that's a great idea. Cause Lou's the only one who gets me to drink. And, um, <laughs> so I'm going to take a shot of Grey Goose starting now, every right. about right. 10 minutes. So I'm going to set my alarm and like uh, that. we'll see how drunk I, I get at the end of this. I can't wait. <laughs> he's going to talk a lot. I know he's going to talk a lot. He's going to be happy. See, Chick, the funny thing about Chick is the more he, there's people that are angry drunks. Chick's a happy drunk. He's good to be around. But he's angry, like, he is, so I don't get it. He's angry and normal in life. Yeah, it, it, it's something. something it, 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 it is. I really so the, so alcohol, is, the alcohol is a good thing, then. It's, a, it's, a, it, you know, it's an equalizer. In his case, it is. It kind of mellows him out, I think. And then, because I remember last time you brought the Prosecco and we were drinking that. And that was like in the morning or something. Not morning. It was in the but, middle of the like, day. Yeah. It was, it was like, yeah, day. early afternoon. Yeah. Early afternoon. And, uh, and Chick was like, I'm going to do it. And he was the nicest he ever. Got. There he goes. All right, Chick. Number one. Line him up and suck him down, baby. Happy All right, boys. Cheers, For the yeah. first one, salud, Chintana. And uh, let's hope mm. we don't die in quarantine. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right. So the ten minute countdown. I'm gonna make it twelve minutes. <laughs> <laughs> the first one. <laughs> we need another two minutes on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In that- Chick, tell the so people what my shot glass says, man. Oh, that's right. I did. My shot glass says, Don't tease me if you can't please me. And to all you ladies, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> to all you ladies, that to is all true. You ladies. Oh man. So Lou, how are you dealing with this quarantine? Uh, you know, man, I'm 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 kinda dealing with it, I guess, the same way as, you know, everybody. Um yeah. at first it was kinda you know, at first at first when it, like I think like everyone when it first like became a real thing. It was like, oh, cool, whatever. I'll, you know, I'll fuck off for a couple of days. You know, fuck off for a couple of days. Yeah. And it's going to be like a little home vacation. I'll get drunk, whatever, hang out, you know. 
fake bread and shit. That's what I, it's like, you know, you do all the shit, but then after, now it's like, what are we like 60, almost to like 60 days or some shit that we've been, how long have we been in? A while. It's, about it's been, much, it started the first week in March, maybe. So yeah. we're almost done April. So yeah, probably around 50, 55, 60 days. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fucking crazy, man. Lou, are you it's local a, still or are you in a different state? I'm in Brooklyn. I'm in okay, New York. Cool. So, oh, yes. So yeah. More lockdown than we are. Yeah. It's wild, man. It's scary just to just to walk outside and, you know, like the city is, you know, just Brooklyn is always, there's always people. Yeah. It's dead now, man. It's like, that was the thing that hit, that was weird at first, like seeing that. I don't leave my house. I, we, we, me and my wife, we would go out, you know, we'd be out. I was going to say, you know, you're locked down with your right? Yeah. Yeah. We're here. I thank God she can, you know, she still works remote. So, you know, I, at least Good. one of us is in the real life. I'm fucking, you know, I, know. Yeah, I was just going to say, in big trouble. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. it's got uh, for you because your whole job is in crowds. So this is yeah. probably going to linger for someone like you probably longer than it would for even s some of us with a little more um, normal jobs, I guess, so to speak. Yeah. It's, it's scary. It's it's definitely scary. You know, I mean, th technology is allowing, you know, you're seeing a lot of like bands and artists uh, doing the, the streaming, you know, format of things where, you know, like a lot of people are tuning in to see them play on Twitch or formats like yeah. Zoom and stuff. So yeah. people are, you know, we're trying to adapt to that. But yeah, I mean, the, the live music industry has taken a, a massive hit from this. And it's, and, uh, you know, a lot of people are saying like this is 2020's wash for for live for live events in general. So like, you know, hey, right? Yeah, yeah. It's almost it's here without work now. Now, are you guys gonna be able to do any sort of recordings? Like, are you working on anything? Um, I, I don't even know how you guys would go about it, but are you trying yeah. to do anything? Yeah, it's, it's funny you ask that because a lot of it is it's all new to us. So a lot of the stuff that we're doing now is remote. Uh, you know, kind of writing the same kind of situation as this you know we'll be writing with each other sending stuff back and forth ideas and we luckily we have we all have a setup where it's pretty basic but we have setup where you know i can program drums an idea or something on like a little midi on a little keyboard right here like in my little studio yeah, in yeah. that's cool send it and they can write around that and you know we device versa and stuff like that also i started just started this week going to my because I got rid of my I had like a drum room in Brooklyn I got rid of that during say, all this you did all videos from your drums like in your little drum studio in the past yeah but I, I moved everything to my parents basement now um oh. which is like that's the recent stuff that you've been seeing which is okay. crazy because my dad my father just has like so funny like the backdrop changed so much it's just like all this Beatles shit all over the place <laughs> and, your dad's like, a musician too right yeah, yeah, he's a drummer. He plays drums. Yeah, I was just gonna so, say yeah. I that last time. Yeah, so all my all my stuff is there right now, and um, I've been going there slowly. You know, I can just walk into the garage, so I don't have to, you know, see them. Right. Um, Isn't it crazy how much like uh, precautions we have to go through just to go to your parents' house to play in your drum uh, set? Dude, it's insane, man. And that's not on. That's honestly like that's the hardest part is is you want to just like say, you know, you want to say hello and just, uh -huh. but you yeah. really, you know, right. You can't. And it's not really even yeah. for you, for us or for me, it's more for, you know, I feel like I still got to go grocery shopping instead. I don't, I would be, God forbid, not going devastated 
if I brought anything into like their house, you know? I agree totally. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm doing it with my parents now that they're home and now we're not seeing my nephews and stuff anymore. And my brother, but I, I'm with my, my parents and I, every time I go out, I'm like, stay away from me. Let me clean right. up before we even come near yeah. each other. It's yeah. such a crazy thing. My sister, I talked about it on the podcast, but my sister had a baby during quarantine and I still haven't met no, the baby. Sure. Yeah, we're doing like window visits. So wow. uh, it's been about- Congratulations. Four, thank you, thank you. So it's been about like it's a little over 14 days. So we're hoping, you know, it's starting to ease up. So we're hoping to maybe uh, to to- meet her soon but it's it's he doesn't even feel like the baby's part of his family yet well all right i'll I'll, here's the thing lou i I haven't met i haven't met i I met the baby through a window like like at a jail cell you know so like i need to hold the baby to actually feel something so i'm just looking at pictures it's just it's weird i you know it is it's it's a it's a different situation over for everyone it's yeah it's definitely an odd uh a very odd thing and I feel like no one, nobody could have been prepared for this, you know, no, like, no matter. Oh, just, no way, man. You know, you know, it's, it's fucking crazy. It's, it's a wild time to be, to be us right now, yeah. to be alive and, and to be through this. And, but, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that something good, you know, something good has to come out, you know, I mean. Something well, something always that, does. You know, something. The best yeah. thing is good social distancing. And I think just the overall hygiene of people you would like to think right. will be better going forward and people won't be in your personal space that's yeah. kind of yeah, that's because a, i hate right. society that's kind of what i'm looking forward to is that like yeah you know yeah. you're too people close man learning to wash their hands now <laughs> yeah exactly. yeah it is that is a little nuts that people i mean check you're you're i get i bust your balls but you're you're a very clean person yeah, I, but I, I've always been OCD to yeah, a fact. Really I, I feel like the more nervous you are about stuff, you sort of your OCD with that. So, but everybody yeah. should get on board with that. Everybody should have a little hint of OCD after this nightmare. Hell yeah! Oh, absolutely. Did plan, Lou, did you have plans to tour, or did did this mess up any touring schedule? I was gonna say your new seat, your new album just came out in what November? Yeah, it came out in no- November, or maybe, yeah, I think it was November, early November. We, Which, um, by the way, yeah, we had. My only complaint Thank you. is I wish it was a little longer. <laughs> yeah, I think we all wanted that. <laughs> no, but that, yeah, I was I, curious. Is that uh, because that people don't do albums front to back as much anymore that you don't need to put out an album with 15 songs? You put like five or six on it or whatever it may be. Yeah, it's a lot of it's 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 that it's a lot of it's budget. You know, there's not a lot of time, yeah. a lot of money to be in you know big expensive studios anymore. The, the, the labels and stuff have cut back a lot on on stuff like that. Um, but really, for for us this time, it's a lot of the writing came from we were already kind of writing remote as it was because David David one of us is in LA, the other one's in Nashville. I'm here, so we kind of like how to figure out a way to get it in and out of that so a lot of it came from that you know we just we you know you're on a time basically you know you have a a time a date you know where it's going to happen there's only so many times where you know your label is or whoever is going to be like okay yeah push it back push it back push it back before they're like no you got to put this shit out so right you know sometimes shorter is i think shorter is you know, well, it was good because it's short and sweet, and it was very good. There was no songs that I listened to that I didn't really like. I mean, my two favorites, I think, were Therapy and uh, what was it, Wish You Well? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Those are my, my two personal favorites. You guys remind me of like a new age um, Weezer. I don't know if, if you've I ever got, that. but you have like a Weezer vibe to me, but it's like a new age with like more uh, electronic sound to it. Yeah. We, uh, we love, we, I mean, we, a big, we're all influenced heavily with like 90s grunge rock and yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. so Weezer, Nirvana, anything like that. And that, and like also like a very huge hip hop influence with me and David, you know that that's that's there you, you go. know you guys know you know coming from say, that's you know that's, yeah that's far no you can't help it <laughs> so so that comes from a lot from me and David Soren is is the like the you know rock like real rock dude and and Soren's also, the blonde yeah yeah okay and he's that's also cool. like the you know very very heavily into like the pop melodic choruses and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Choruses. So, no, yeah, I, mean, I love it, man. I really do. I, I mean, thank you. I, I appreciate that. I wouldn't praise you if I didn't like it. I just would be like, oh, it's a new album or whatever. But I, right. I genuinely do uh, enjoy listening to it. And um, it's it's very positive and upbeat. And that's kind of what I like. I feel like when we were growing up, most <laughs> that's all of about the, your personality, positive and no, upbeat. <laughs> I, I'm not really a positive person. That's why it's kind of like a breath of fresh air. But like most the of the music side. I grew up listening to is depressing. I mean, Pearl Jam, Nirvana. I mean, mm. all the emo bands are fucking, you know, my girlfriend left me and I hate my life. You know, like right. it's not, it's yeah. not very positive music. It's good music, just not as positive. Not I kind of like your sound. And, and the and the vibe from it. Yeah, so I, did, we try we try to we try to stay, keep it upbeat, you know, as much as we can, you know, like that. So, did you have to cancel uh, a touring, or 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 did you get yeah, some in before? We got a few shows in. We got a few like uh, these little radio shows, kind of, and we did a small tour um, up until through the release, like right up until right after Christmas. Okay, and then we were supposed to go out. Uh, well, not supposed to go out. We we had we didn't announce it yet, but we were going on a tour. Um, in talks of a tour for June and over the summer. Also talks about going back to. We were gonna go back to Europe last month, so all that stuff got postponed and not even postponed. Pretty much, Europe got can is canceled. Um, we yeah, we still have that's stuff on the books for August, but I don't think that's gonna happen. Like they're slowly sh just like pushing things out, you know. Yeah, live I mean, performances like, are going to be the last to come back, I think. Yeah. I was yeah. just going to say, yeah. realistically, you're probably the least important as far as society is concerned in that regards. Well, so not, that right. you'll probably not even just like the least important, but like the, the least able to exist and still social distance. Right. right. Like you, can't, you, can't, you can't cram, you know, I mean, on an arena level, you can't cram you know, 18,000 people or whatever it is to 10,000 people into an arena and screaming and spearing beer in each other. And, you know, you just can't. Is, yeah. Oh, is that your alarm? That's time for a shot. All right. Oh. Shot, shot Here number two. Oh, he takes a hit beforehand, too. Look at him. Yeah, I've been looking. Boy, going to be fucked up. But uh, it's a beautiful thing. But so you guys... You know, I, I feel like it's not going to be until probably 2021 where you can yeah. actually tour. But it's weird because you don't want to tour in a social distancing atmosphere because I feel no. like it would the fun out of – it's like playing a game of basketball or something with no crowd. Right, it's, yeah. It loses all the emotion. The and energy. You know, you, you, yeah. you exactly. keep off the energy of the crowd. It's, it's, it's yeah. going to be 
It's strange. I mean, I don't know. I got booked on. Uh, I I got a an um, email from a guy. He booked me on a show. Cheers, Tom. Check. Cheers. Salud, Chintana. We're gonna have to hear his uh his whole to do every shot. But I uh, I got an email <laughs> this week from a guy that that booked me. He's booking me on a uh, on a Zoom comedy show next Friday night. But how uh, it? It's yeah, gonna I be think... awkward. I don't know. It's... And I don't know much details. He's setting up a uh, – it's a paid gig, so I'm going to get paid. And That's I cool. don't know uh, – cool. I don't know who else is on the show. And I'm, on thir- next Thursday night, we're going to do like a test run of it. But I've tried to do comedy through the Zoom, and it does not work. So uh, a show. But how are you going to have um, guests? Is it going? I don't even know yeah, how. Yeah, the people. It's, yeah, the people come be, in and say. Yeah, so I, I think okay. it's going to be. I. It looks like maybe uh, three or four comics, and then this guy just had knee surgery. He booked me on a show in New Jersey uh, a couple years ago. Nice guy, and uh, and he he reached out. He had knee surgery, and he's looking to do a comedy show with his family, and I was like. I'm in no position to say no, you know, I'm like, what, whatever. I know it's going to be a disaster, but like, this is the new, this is the new way of, of, of getting gigs. Like I'm going to do it. it on here. Yeah. It's, it's crazy, man. Yeah. It's, we, I was just talking, I was just, just talking to someone about, about getting booked on a, on like people are, people are like, I guess venues are putting together um, like the, like virtual tours essentially. So like you'd be booked on like five and everyone be recording in their own places, but the background would say, you know, Knitting Factory, <laughs> right. Brooklyn or whatever. And they would still, I guess they're paying artists and, and comedian, anyone who can book yeah. out, you know, so, which is crazy to think about because it's like, I would just be here playing, playing drums, you know, and like. You can't, how do you rock out to that? Like, how do you, I mean, I guess yeah. you're going to do it anyway, but like, you can't feed into a crowd. Like there's no. No, and especially, especially for like a, uh, especially for a band like mine, which is so a new politics, which is so crowd oriented and so, right. so based on you know the interaction of everyone that's at the show, it's it's going to be a definitely going to be a, a a learning you know a curve of whatever I don't I don't know, but I think you're right, man. I think that's going to be the new, the new future right now for stuff like that. And you're gonna learn how you're gonna have to learn how to do it that way uh, because it, yeah. It, it's gonna it's totally changing the way i mean you guys i don't know i i don't it's gonna be survival of the fittest it's gonna be who could adapt keep their right. fan and go forward with the new way right. of yeah i mean and it's gonna have a lot to do with your fan base. fan base yeah definitely do you think if you have a young fan base like, like um sorry, like Chris. the knitting factory say has like almost like aol sessions used to be like where they'll have a band like yours come in and actually play the knitting factory and then live stream it to YouTube or whatever. Yeah. And I hope so. That would be a great yeah, idea. That'd be, that's that'd that's be pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I, so I guess it'd have to big, make sure that the, yeah, it, it would, wouldn't be an audience. It would just be like a recorded. And then you, AOL used to do that. I remember that. And that was really cool. I used yeah. To AOL sessions were cool. Yeah. I guess you just have to make sure the band and the crew guys, whoever's there working, everyone has to be safe and not sick, you know, right. for whatever. Yeah. Or I guess also too, if you're at the right studio, you can, everyone can be secluded. You know, you don't necessarily need to be in the same room. Right, so. right. Yeah, that's, it's so awkward how it's going to be. Yeah. yeah. Is, 
Because like exactly. imagine you, you can't even vibe off of your you're a drummer and like the bassist and the drummer go together. So in my opinion, like how do you play off of the the bassist when you're not even in the same fucking stage? <laughs> I mean, I know funny. you could hear it, but like I yeah. get it. Normal I mean you're right, you're a thousand percent right. I'm I'm I have a leg up in that only because my band we don't have a bass player. We have oh, a, we play true. we played a like a program situation. You know what? I so didn't I'm, even think about. Yeah, I'm used to that, but it sucks. I I argue with my, David and Soren all the time. Like we got to add somebody. We need a bass player. We need a bass player. Well, you're I've a been saying that since, Of course, you want to yeah, add the bass player. Yeah, it's fucking. It's, yeah. I miss that low end all the time. But yeah, dude. Even if you don't have, you know, I I, I it's like anything else, man. Even like my my Emily, you know, my wife. She I she says, you know, at first it was great for her to be home and like I can work from home, but you miss, even though you don't miss the people, like, you know, necessarily maybe they're like, you need you know, social interaction. Not, you, yeah, you need to, you need to like get that, that, that motion of getting on the train every morning and going to work and getting that cup of coffee. Like when that's gone, completely gone, that has to mess with people, you know, that has to mess with you a little bit. And I, it gives I you a you know. purpose. And like, it almost gives right. you a purpose to get up every day. It's all, now you yeah. gotta, you really have to force yourself to, get up and be productive every day or at least give yourself something to do if you don't have a job but like you said if you have a job it's still a major um uh it's a, a huge change to how you were running your life you know living your life before that yeah, so like it, it ran its course it was fun in the beginning and and uh and that all sucked out of it real quick yeah the novelty is gone <laughs> yeah exactly. everybody kind of feels that way it's 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 weird and also, on top of that, the weather in New York. If you're in New York, the oh, weather's been awful. Terrible. I mean, today was nice. Uh, we're recording here oh, on, uh, what was it, Tuesday? Tuesday, yeah. and I think the next nice day is going to be like Sunday. Oh, really? Yeah. It's going to be bad the next few I days? I don't even know. It's going to rain until Sunday. So on top of all this, like, we're, we have not had nice weather. I mean, it's few and far between the days that, you know, you're able, you're even, uh, it's nice to go out and walk around the block. But yeah. What do you? What have you been doing in Brooklyn? See, we're in Long Island. I feel like at least we can go out. Even though I don't recommend doing it, you could go out and kind of stay away from people. When you're in a borough like that, it's like, do you even have, like, parks to go to? They close. All the parks are closed now, so you can't even. We were in the beginning. We were going and, like, walk into uh, Macri Park. Which, not Macri Park. Um, to a little park by, by us. We would sit and just hang out in the park. And But people were being, you know – fucking idiots and they were pink, like picnicking in the middle of you know grass and shit and having like drinks and stuff and yeah. no one you know you really can't it kind they kind of ruined it for for everyone that just needed you to can't get trust out me. no no and and so they just shut they ended up shutting all the all the parks down so now we go out i we went to my sister we went to my sister's place on long island on saturday for the first time because they've been quarantined for the whole time too Okay. So we went there. We hung out. We stayed the night. That was the first. That was the first like interaction we've had since the since the Saturday before they shut anything down. I've, with the exception of me going to my parents every now and then, but I don't really converse and talk to them. So it's it's yeah, it was, exactly. Like, it, it, it was wild, man. I mean, there's really not much to do. We we hang out here at the, at the apartment and we'll find shit to do. We fuck i made we've like cooked so many things that we probably <laughs> never cook, you know it's like yeah you know it's 
it's are you are you experimenting with cooking are you trying new stuff because chris yeah, you, were, yeah. you were cooking so yeah i was cooking a bunch i've slowed down a little bit but this week i made uh fried rice so that was cool nice oh my yeah. god what are you what are you great. tapping into these days oh my god dude I, we I, I made a loaf of peasant bread the last last, last week like it looked like Ooh. fucking bread out of like aladdin like what you eat <laughs> that sounds amazing literally it was great it, it's good i got my wife is making she's working on a sourdough starter that's going to make sourdough bread I'm be thinking about yourself. Yeah, your guy, man. Yeah, I, I did some yeah. sourdough. I, I, I got into the whole sourdough starter. Uh, oh, I kept you did. it alive for a few months and then it died. But, uh, you know, it's, <laughs> it, dude, that's a, that's a job. Like, you got to feed yeah. it every day. Right. Exactly. Uh, that's, that's, fun, why I'm not, that's why I'm not taking care of it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. But let no me tell you something. Do. When you get that first loaf of sourdough bread out of the oven, oh, my God, it's delicious. It's, it's I perfect. can't wait. I can't yeah. wait. Bit, have you made another sourdough since? No, I I only made no man. It's a lot of work. <laughs> I thought yeah, about it is. there's there's a thing I found online called beer bread where you just like it's easy like you mix like a flour and some kind of. Uh, I used to make that. It's really good. Yeah, and it's just like beer. It's it's a real yeah. easy recipe. So, so uh, I think I might do that next. I'm, right. Speaking of that, my uh, my friend started making like a homebrew beer. Oh, okay. And nice. I guess like he won't be able to try it for like a month or something. Like it takes a while. Yeah. But um, but he told me like what he got, and I'm thinking about getting the stuff to try doing one too. It's like eighty dollars. Yeah. You know, like yeah, why not? something to do. And that, guys all love all this stuff. I'm not into like things from scratch like that. But who's the better cook? In, in, in your household right now, Lou, you or your wife? Ooh. That's a it's tough a question. You better hope That's she a tough question. It. Yeah, I'm going to get my ass beat later on. The <laughs> fact that you didn't <laughs> automatically say her, I already know it's oh, you. Sure. No, <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's already him. We know it. No, no. Because you're like, should I say it's me? Should I say it? <laughs> should I well, do, we you cook, want the do you want me to tell you what I should say? We cook different things. She, co I cook very Italian-inspired stuff, like from my family. What I and she's she's from Chicago, and they cook very. She cooks very, but she. I have to say that she's fucking like she's latched on to my mom's like recipe for sauce okay. now and stuff. So we're both we're both pretty even in the cooking in the cooking field. I have to say when it comes That's to a good baking, answer. Stuff, That's good. Shit all over me with baking. She she's like insane baker. Like See, I can't. That's the perfect. That's a perfect situation. You guys each have your own talents. You you both bring something to the table. Right, right. Yeah. And now, and like I said, I was, you know, now I'm drinking fucking Aperol spritzes. Like that's the next thing now. Now we've got into like, you know, cocktail making. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dude, I I have tried so many stuff. I I did. Uh, I I bought a kit to do knitting. I did knitting. I'm going back. I found my old uh, sketchbooks. Now I'm sketching in charcoal at night. Like I'm, I'm just doing it. I'm trying to do anything. Just do something, you know? You know yeah. what I did today? Because it was a beautiful day that I haven't done myself in a really long time. Was I fucking... <laughs> I washed my own car instead of bringing it to the car wash. Nice. Oh, cool. Oh, nice. Interior That's and everything. Outside, inside, I had the upholstery I cleaned, I vacuumed, I did all my windows, I did the outside of the car. This is something I would never do, but I don't trust people inside my vehicle now to clean it, well, and it perfect. needed a clean. 
It's perfect timing you cleaned your car because after your fourth shot, you're going to throw up in it tonight. So <laughs> I set the third shot for 14 minutes. Oh, so you keep going. Oh, you're, 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 it started no, with, go back to it. I'm at three minutes. started with every 10 minutes. Now it's, in, then it was every 12. Now it's every 14. In three minutes, and then I'll go to every 10 after that. I'll get it back up. I need oh, to right. thinking I'm not, about I'm not forcing you to, to drink I can't be doing eight, nine shots in fucking an hour and 20 minutes. No, right? I, no. we don't. Yeah, listen, yeah. God, God forbid something happens to you and you have to go to the hospital. <laughs> I don't want to be a part of that. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, How are you feeling, though, over there, Check? Are you, are you no, feeling I, I feel great with this joint, a couple shots. I'm feeling fantastic. Mixing, and you don't drink much. I don't drink much, but I have a pretty good tolerance considering I'm a fat guy. And uh, okay. for whatever reason, I don't overdo it. When I've, always ma I've managed to, to, to figure out how to drink without throwing up. Well, I shouldn't say without throwing up because I do throw up occasionally. But at, at, at B's sister's wedding, I threw up all over the room in the house that we all rented. Oh, that's right. <laughs> That was a great night. I was drinking the, <laughs> what are those drinks you get in Fire Island, the rocket fuels. The rocket fuels. Let me oh, tell you, yeah. that, that, that is a dangerous fuel? drink, man. That is I not something. Ten rocket fuels. I projectile vomited all over the room. The it was awful. Rocket fuel? All right, so if you're not familiar with a rocket fuel, uh, anywhere in Fire Island, you go. They, it's that's like the drink of of Fire Island. It's basically like a uh, what's that coconut drink? Like a, a pina, pina colada. Pina colada. It's basically that, but on top they they pour uh, like a pool of 151 rum on it, in on yeah. top of it. And it's, it's dangerous because it tastes it, so good. It tastes delicious, Jesus. and it's you know during the summertime, and you're you you can have a if you if you don't know what's gonna happen if you're not like a used to it, it will knock you on your ass. I mean that's a summer beverage for sure, but oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Great night, great drink. time, until I went back to bed and I was laying down. And I was like, uh-oh, this isn't good. I couldn't <laughs> even make it to the bathroom. Stop spinning. <laughs> the terrible. And everybody drinks them out there. So anywhere you go, it's like, that's where the special is. It's like, let me get six rocket fuels. I have never <laughs> gone out in Fire Island without starting my night with a rocket fuel. And no. you start out your night in the bag. After drink one, you're in the bag. It's setting up you know? for a disaster. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Your sister's wedding was just so much fun, though. It was fun. My sister got married in Fire Island. We rented out a bar out there, and uh, yeah, man, it was a good time. It was a lot of fun. A lot of people had uh, a lot of people. I think had your same experience. Drinking too much off the. Uh -oh. Uh, oh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> oh, is that the the, the, uh, the vodka alarm? Oh my the god. Vodka. Grey Goose O'Clock. Grey Goose O'Clock. What? Are you playing? Are you playing poker tonight, Chick? Yes, I am. Oh, you oh, lose shit. all the money. Now, now I might have to. Now, now I'm gonna get in. I have to get in. Yeah. Now. yeah. <laughs> I'm Next gonna be. Lou's like, wow, I'm gonna take his money for sure. <laughs> well, that's the other thing. This is why I sort of Lou. This is kind of how this. Not that I mean, I was always intending on asking Lou to come on the show again. But I know he's busy and stuff. And then I saw him on live Instagram with his fans. And I felt the need to chime in because I have a big mouth. And that's when we started <laughs> talking. And then after that is how he got me in a card cub. He got me, uh, he got to come back on the show now. And now he's got me drinking. So Lou oh, is yeah. a terrible influence. 
But salud. <laughs> Chintana, salud. Bay. Cheers, baby. Mm. Beer, what you beer are you drinking, Brendan? Oh, wow. This, uh, oh. this is, it's a um, Allagash White. Okay. It's uh, That's good. Yeah, it's, it's, oh, it's uh, you know, simple. I was able what to order What did we drink it. we're on the show? What was that again? What's that? When Lou was on the show. Oh, uh, what did I get? Was cupcake, Cupcake Prosecco. Cupcake Prosecco. That, that the, drink the, was fantastic. The brand was Cupcake. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's called Prosecco. So it's little history on, on Prosecco and Champagne. I don't know if you guys know that. But Champagne, the reason why they only would call it Champagne is because it's made in France. A certain it's Champagne, you know, a certain area in France. Mm-hmm. Prosecco is made in Italy, so they can't call it Champagne, but it's basically Champagne. Yeah. Ah, okay, I got you. You know, which is, you know, I, fucking useless information, but I just figured no, I'd throw I that out there. very vital information. <laughs> it's the you're, same, like a, you're like a connoisseur. It's almost the yeah. same as... Is like whiskey or what is it? Was it that if if uh, yeah, or bourbon? Bourbon, yeah, yeah. Bourbon that can only bourbon. be bourbon. Scotch, if it, like scotch can only be from Scotland. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. And I, I think yeah, bourbon. I think is is a Kentucky thing, right? Kentucky, yeah. Yeah. And then whiskey, I don't, I don't really know. I know, but I know that bur- bourbon's definitely Kentucky. I don't fuck. I can't drink dark shit anymore like that, man. It just doesn't agree with me anymore. Yeah, <sighs> I, well, I was just I gonna have a say, drinking your... that as well. What's your go-to cocktails? Like, if you're going to hang around the house, what do you like to drink? And if you're going and you want to get sauced up, what are you drinking? At the house, I drink, we drink a lot of wine. I'm, I've turned into a wino in the last couple of years. Just okay. You know, I love, just wine goes, is delicious. I, wine. I, yeah. I've, I've been hitting the wine bottles, too, this quarantine. Yeah. yeah. It's good. It's good. It's a nice, smooth. You know, I feel like also with wine, I feel like you can, I just control, I can control the buzz more. Than I can like if I'm just slamming slamming shots of, of gray goose oh, in, a, yeah. <laughs> in the car. Exactly. You know? So like slamming uh, gray if, goose in a Nissan Sentra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just gonna say, in theory, even though I'm not driving, if a cop happened to drive by and just want to bust my balls, I would get a Dewey. Oh my I'm- god! I almost want to call the cops to your house just to get just for the content. <laughs> oh God, that would be awesome. <laughs> I wish I knew a cop available that I could just call up and be like, "Yo, just, just give just him a go breathalyzer." Over with him, please. Oh, I know a cop. <laughs> oh, I know yeah. a cop. He says, "Um, yeah." So wine is, well, yeah. I, I enjoy a good wine too, man. Yeah, Lou. When when this whole thing's end, when we're, we're going out, wait, and we're B, drinking, man. B. I'm waiting. Oh, Hold that thought. Oh, What's yeah. your go-to drink when you're getting sauce, though? Well, when I'm, like, out and trying to get fucked up, like, trash. Yeah. Uh, what do I drink normally? I, I usually go with the clear stuff, so tequila. I'll do tequila soda, or uh, I like gin. I'm a gin guy, but gin is the only I'm, – I'm usually a happy, a happy drunk, but gin is the only alcohol for some reason that if it – like, if, if it hits me the wrong way – I'm I'm an asshole to be around. You don't want to be around. Like, <laughs> I can't picture that, dude. I can't picture you being that way. What do you Gin do? Just, I don't I don't know. I just you start playing stories. the bongos with people's skulls. <laughs> what happens when you get angry? You are one of the nice people. I, I can't picture you being an angry drunk at all. 
I think it comes more from my wife yeah, telling me, like, you know, you were you yeah. were argumentative this night. Okay. <laughs> this night. Uh, yeah. That makes more, more argumentative. Yeah. That makes more Which, sense. I could see that happening. But gin, I, I, I mean, for a long time, all I drank was gin tonics. That was like tangerine tonics, you know, that was back in the, yeah. But, um, yeah, that's what I do. If, I, if I'm looking to get trash, it's definitely tequila or gin. That's what I'm going So you're not like a beer drinker, though, because, B, you're a big beer drinker, right? Well, yeah. I So here's my thing is I like Guinness when I go out, but it's got to be the right place. I go to a lot of places where, you know, I got a lot of dive bars, uh, you know, in, in the East Village, and I don't trust yeah. their taps. So I'm like, give me right. a bottle of whatever. Um, my problem is if I drink – if I drink any kind of liquor, I, I just get too drunk. Like, I need a nice, like you were saying with wine, like a happy medium buzz. I'm good right, like you that. Could, yeah. yeah. And beer, I can contain myself. I'm good. But, I, like, I've had nights where, uh, like, if I recently started drinking a little bit of bourbon. I got a, a bottle uh, before this mm-hmm. whole quarantine thing. And uh, I've been on, like, Sunday nights. I, 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 like, make myself a drink with, you know, the big ice cubes. And mm. I can feel if, if I have a cup, if I have, I only do one, but if I, if I'm like, if I have my night like this, where I start with a couple of these, the night can go south real fast. Right. I, could get, I can be an angry, I don't know what it, you know. Can I say, I, I don't get the whole angry drunk thing for one reason. One, yeah. I mean, maybe because I'm an angry person, technically on a regular basis. <laughs> but when I like, when I drink, like you're getting fucked up. There's no, like, have a good time. Like that's my thing. Yeah. When I'm drinking, I'm like the only reason why I'm drinking is to get loose and be like have fun. No right. part that's of fair. To get that's fair. and be angry. I agree. Yeah. But you know, so, a, a like lot of it. Angry. I never, I never get angry towards other people. It's always like I just become like a jerk to people that you know. If I'm in a relationship, like that's where I, I same stuff like that. It's weird. I, I, don't, I feel yeah. like women like very rare though. Your significant other in general always gets the brunt of your bullshit. That's just how, that's the point of a significant other. Right? Like, in a bad night like that, that's that's where that's where it's going. Like, shots to be fired, I'm not there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, where else are you going to go? That's it. A lot of times they're the only ones to project onto. You know? It's like, you're going to get it. I'm sorry. And and you see them all, yeah. And then you're the best. Find the right one. The perfect, you know. But right, I mean, yeah, right. Whether 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 you're right or wrong, that's a whole nother oh. conversation. Right. <laughs> I was just gonna say it has nothing to do with being right. It's just a matter of <laughs> it's just, where it's going. Right, yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, like I've always been a happy drunk. I'm more of an angry sober person. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess is odd or different. I don't really know. I mean. Maybe if I drank more often, I would have more angry drunk moments. But because I do it so rare, that I'm always in a good mood when I'm drinking. I'm shocked you're such an angry sober person though, because you smoke a lot of weed. Well, I'm, I don't really. I'm not that angry. I mean, most people who know me, I'm a pretty nice guy. It's just when I don't like something, I'm very vocal about it. Yeah, he's very. No, no, like you're a nice guy, but you you have like the, a tick sometimes. Like if something <laughs> gets under your skin, you're like. Yeah, I, exactly. but I can't help it. I can't help that. That's why, I mean, 90% of the time I'm nice, but that 10% that I'm not, I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chris, we never got to you. What's your drink of choice when you're going out? If I'm going out, I just stick to beer. 
But you and your girl, when you're drinking at home, do wine or? Yeah, yeah. I like, uh, I'm really into red wine and she's also really into red wine. And it's perfect because you get like a bottle and you can, you can coast out the night with like a bottle of wine. Mm. You know, like. Dude, I drank a bottle of wine to the face last night. Literally was just going to say the exact same thing. <laughs> you can like. I mean, you can definitely go deep, but like you can, you know, have some with dinner and then just have a little bit more and you're like good and comfortable. Yeah. You don't have to worry about like the next day or anything That's like that. That's true. Right. Cool. But you can go deep on wine too. I oh, can't totally. drink beer. Beer makes me bloated and I, I don't even get drunk off you know of beer. You know why I like beer when you're going out though? Because actually two reasons. One, like when I go out with my friends, um, they do like shots and stuff like that. And I try to stay away from that. I feel like mixed drinks, you can never tell how it's going to hit you because it depends on the bartender. Mm-hmm. And especially and stuff. Going somewhere like Nutty Irishman or something like that. Like, like, what are you getting in that drink? At least you know when you get a Miller Lite or whatever, it's a Miller Lite. Yeah, like, that's, that's where I stand too. Yeah. It's- I hear you, but because I don't like beer, one, I don't love the taste. It gets me bloated. I need a lot more to even. No, no, feel. no. It's all the it's it's the eight gallons of Sunkist you drink during the day that gets you bloated. <laughs> yeah, it's not, the, it's not the one beer you have every it's beer. I could have I could go there on an empty stomach, and I just can't drink a lot of beer. So I prefer to get my buzz quickly and without like hard alcohol. That that's okay. my when I, if I'm gonna drink, my preferred drink is Tito's and some sort of mixer. Right now. I don't have Tito's and I don't have a mixer, so I was just doing shots. I figured, fuck it. Okay. That's just quickest way. Shots right are the easiest to me because if you can get down the shot and not throw up after the shot, you're good. <laughs> yeah. Here's my thing, though, with shots. If I'm out in a social situation at a bar, I like to have a drink to hold on to. I get into a conversation. I'm like, ah, really? And then – And you know what? That's another sip. thing – that's a good point. That's another thing I have with mixed drinks. They're delicious. So yeah. it's like, you know, you like a gin and tonic, say, like a well-made gin and tonic. I'm sucking that down in three seconds. Yeah, drinking real fast. Oh. Yeah. It's, yeah, <laughs> I agree. I agree. That's why, that, like, if I'm trying not to get fucked up at a bar, I'll order a beer first. Like, I'll go with right. beer because I have to drink it slower because I get really bloated. Like, like Chick was saying, I'll get bloated fast and then. It's not fun. Gross. But I, I, the, the, it's the reason why wine. I also think it's a good vibe, even if you're, like if you're going because you could eat, you could eat, you could eat a good meal with wine. I That's feel true. weird ordering a cocktail, like if I'm sitting down and having like a plate of pasta. Like I can't. I don't know if I can. No, that's yeah, a have like a gin. I get you there. Time, that. You know, want a good very hard to eat. eat and drink with uh, beer. He's I, also I, Italian. Most of the times he's eating, it's probably pasta, and wine goes great with pasta. <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you're having a you're having a burger or some shit, hot dogs, then a then a uh, you know fucking race fan beer, Coors Light. It goes perfect with that. You know, yeah. you can't. You and can't, that's my not wrong. when I drink beer, the only beer that I don't despise is Coors Light, which is like fucking water. Water. Yeah, you could drink ten thousand of those, and it's like, and like my beer of choice when I go out because you can drink ten thousand of those. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. I also don't but like I, drink to the point where I am a disaster, where I can't remember what I did. I, I'm not a big fan of not of being out of control of me. Yeah, right. I yeah. don't I, like that. 
Well, you know, I think the reason for that is most people, they drink to like step away from their lives and your whole life is sort of out of control. So you can't like that's stepping away from, you know, your ordinary life. I get it. I agree. Maybe that's it. That could be. That could be it. Uh, I think you might have nailed it. Yeah, probably. Probably. Sounds right. I got I got three minutes left before my next one. That's four. That'll be four already. I think so. Yeah, yeah. That's about four an hour. Not even. You feeling it though? You like what? How you feeling? I mean, I feel good right now. I got my joints coming in. I I know. You keep saying that, but like, are are you getting drunk? I'm not (laughs) drunk yet, but I feel good. I I feel nice. Okay. I already. I'm up in it to ten. I already. This is ten minutes. I think I did it on. I don't even remember. I mean that's crazy, man. You're you're knocking them back with joints and that. That's a good. Dude, if I, if, if I was doing a, a shot every ten to fourteen minutes, whatever you're doing, I would be in in bad shape right now. Well, <laughs> but to be fair, it's not like I've been doing this and I'm going to continue it for hours. It's going to be you're right. Right, that's it. You know I what I mean? Do I? I lost my tolerance for weed. I can't. I can't smoke like I. That's like how anymore. Yeah. I used to I, smoke a lot, you know, in and high I, school and stuff, but I can't do it. I, th- I found that most people who smoke and either stop for a little bit or cut down, that they'll never be able to smoke how they used to because it gets you so fucked up now. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. so much better. I, I wish I could. Yeah, I wish I could. I, I'm envious of my friends and people like yourself, like that I know that can function on a, on a like normal level, but be internally fucking stoned. Like that, that must be <laughs> such a great feeling. It is a great feeling. One of my biggest disappointments is I can't smoke a joint anymore. I just, I can't do it. It, So today, I'll explain what I did today. I took a, I smoked a joint. I drove to Robert Moses and Captree today. I smoked a joint on the way there, a joint on the way back. I, (laughs) on the way back, I couldn't wait to get home because I was so in my head to like, I'm going to get home and clean the shit out of my car. I threw on my headphones and I fucking cleaned the shit out of my car. I was high as a kite and it felt great. Today was a great day. How do you drive right. like that though, man? I don't feel like I could drive high. I think I'd be way too nervous. Well, you know, it's then I really, really advocate. But in my personal experience, I took driver's ed high as a kite. I learned oh, how to drive. <laughs> You've been training for a young age. Yeah. I've been smoking my whole life to where I can honestly say it does not affect me at all when I'm driving. Can I ask you a question, Chick? Do you remember yeah. the first time you ever smoked? Yes. I was smoking a corn pipe outside of my buddy, my one of my best friend's house with one of my other great friends. And we were lighting it outside of the, I remember, I'll never forget it. It was freezing out. And we were outside by his pool in the backyard. And we were just like, smoking it and then we got so high that they wouldn't let us into the house and then because we stunk but no it gets better the first time you ever smoked pot were you nervous to try it like like no i wasn't nervous to try it i was so your friends had already been smoking like the way you say Uh, that is like you guys have been doing it forever well not that we've been doing it Uh uh-oh it's that time um (laughs) it's not that they were doing it forever it's a couple of them have tried it before me so a few of them have tried it. Okay. And then I'll never forget, Tyson was fighting that night. And we went okay. to my other friend's house. Damn, dude, and he tells me before I get in, 
Just go in and don't. Was this was this that last Tyson fight that was on pay per view? Figure it was in ninth grade, so that's what ninety eight. Okay. It wasn't the whole. That's not the whole. No, it wasn't that. It wasn't that fight I'm thinking of. No, I think it might have been the fight against the fucking white dude right after he got out of jail. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's probably exactly what it was. It might have been that fight, but my buddy, before I get in the house, he tells me, "Don't touch anything. Don't talk to my father. Just like." Shut up and watch the fight. And Wait, I'm did like, you have a, did you have a problem smoking it, or did you you, you adapted it to it right away? Like you, like it, it just was hard smoking it because we were hitting a corn pipe and corn it was pop, yeah, a, corn cob that pipe. was hard to light the fucking <laughs> light. Yeah. When you say corn pipe, you mean like one of those like the what? They the look like pipe? it's like a cork fucking. It looks like a cork ball yeah. piece. Yeah, yeah, like, that's what that Anna smokes out of a corn cob pipe. Uh, dude, I've never seen this before. <laughs> this is way before your time, bro. The bowls yeah. would involve much more. Yeah. Well, the next step would have been smoking it out of a soda can with a fucking pen <laughs> in the fucking thing with the. <laughs> but we, uh, we fucking, so we smoke, and then I go into his house, and I'll never forget. I tell him, like, listen, dude, I got to go to the bathroom. He's like, you know where it is. I go into the bathroom. I can't turn the faucet off after I wash my hands oh, I because I was turning my hand, but I wasn't turning the faucet. <laughs> oh, God. So I walk back into the room. You hear the sink going on in the background. And I look at him and I'm like, yo, dude. And he looks at me. He's like, dude, what the fuck? I'm like, I'm having an issue with your sink. <laughs> he walks me to his sink. He goes over it and he just shuts it off. And he goes, what the fuck is wrong with you? Just sit back down and shut up. And then I went back in there and I shut up. That was my first, like, getting high smoking pot experience. Wow. And did you know, like, from that moment after you couldn't get the sink to shut off, did you know, like, this is going to be a part of me for the rest of my life? No, I didn't. Can I tell you it's funny? Because I started smoking in ninth grade. And we smoked, like, whenever you could get it. In 10th grade, I got suspended for a month and a half for smoking pot in, I think it was October of that year. In that time period where I was suspended for a month and a half and I wasn't allowed out of my house, I wasn't allowed to do anything. My parents had me on complete lockdown. Yeah. When I got back, my friends were full on potheads. I felt like. <laughs> okay. Like, I oh, feel all like, right. yeah, you too- like over and over. Well, yeah, like those two months went from we sparingly smoked pot. I got in trouble when I came back. Everybody was getting high all the time. And then and then that is when I started like, oh, my God, this is the best thing ever. Okay. Yeah. And the then, evolution. It's just the and evolution. Then, yeah, the rest was history, bro. I, I fucking yeah. – I was uh, I was just a raging pothead. And I found my niche because I never <laughs> liked drinking. And my parents would always expect me to be drinking. So when they came home, it was more of a breathalyzer than a fucking, let me see if you're stoned. Oh, so, so you I got away with it for a little bit. And then occasionally they'd be like, why are your eyes red? And I'd be like, oh, it was a windy night. My contacts are bothering me. It was windy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. My brother used to laugh at me all the time like the fucking wind. I go, shut up, bro. <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect, though. That's fantastic, mm-hmm. Contacts were the best thing that ever happened to me. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't love to drink, so it was always easier to smoke. And it was easier to get weed, to be honest, than it was to get alcohol when you were underage. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. 
I mean, even now in the quarantine, it's probably easier to get fucking weed than it is toilet paper. But like, probably. But like back then, was did the weed suck? Because I remember the first few times I smoked weed, it sucked. When we smoked weed, I mean, they could probably all vouch for this. It was basically regs. You could get kind bud, which was a little yeah. better than regs, but not really like hydro. And then the other stuff was hydro and purple haze, but that was rare in, in, in between. It was most like a big thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. that was a big thing. I remember <laughs> all when we were, I mean, in high school, we, everybody was, blunts were like the big thing. Yeah. That's what, exactly. You know, every, everybody was smoking blunts. So a blunt of like, like the good shit, like hydro, like yeah. anything. You were, tr- you were, we were fucked up. Dude. You like, were smashed for six done. hours. We are fucking yeah. done. <laughs> I'll never right. forget B's brother-in-law took a bong rip when we were at somewhere and we actually had good pot for once and he took a bong rip and passed out in like a parking lot that we were hanging out in and all these <laughs> other people we asked these two other kids who were like weren't really hanging out with us a lot and we're like dude you want to hit this and they were like fuck no not after that they watched him fucking <laughs> pass out from Fall it asleep. <laughs> yeah man but those were, I mean, it was, it, it wasn't good back in the day and they didn't have all these strains and these name brands. And if they did, it wasn't for us. Like we, we really got shitty, pretty, fu- pretty yeah, shitty just, fucking weed. Hey. Yeah. Just the regular old stuff. Oh, I kind of wish I had some, like, I, th- I feel like that's the way I would go about it. If I were to smoke. Oh, wait, I, smoke. I forgot. I got to take my shot. You guys didn't remind me. Oh, did you set a new alarm? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I set my alarm. It went off while I was telling that story. I actually changed my drink. You guys made me go to wine now. Oh, nice. Oh, very nice. Ooh, now I'm actually like out of here. This is a this is a Malbec that uh, Emily just poured for me, which is a little it's on the heavier side, but I I, mean, I can do it right now. I like this. Emily enjoy having you at home, and vice versa. Do you enjoy having your wife home constantly? Um. Yeah, I think it's good for the most part. There are definitely times now where I can see. You know, she'll never admit this, and you know. But there's definitely times where it's like, Jesus Christ, like we need a need a little bit you know, of space, she, right? Like, like, yeah, like you know, she's on the phone during the day a lot with work and stuff, and me, like I'm just the asshole that's like, let me. I'm trying to get a game of Call of Duty in with my friends. I'm screaming, <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm screaming in the background, like you know, go go for the bugaboo, whatever. And yeah. uh, it just doesn't it doesn't work out sometimes. But I mean, honestly. Thank God it's been, um, you, you know, you hear horror stories about people being locked in together now, but it's been really good. We haven't, no arguments, no. Well, that's so good. You guys really are also newlywed, so you're still in that honeymoon stage, so it's probably right, nice. Right, right. You know? yeah. uh, that, that was the one thing that sucked. That was the mo- the talking about, we were talking about tour cancellations. We had a honeymoon boys, so- Cheers, guys. Cheers. We had our, um, we had our honeymoon booked for for like the first week and the first week or second week when this whole shit got locked down. And we were going back the next day. We had to cancel all that shit, which was, that was, that stuff. That hurt. That was a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But you know, it's, it's like, it's, it's yeah, you got to look at it and I hate to, I don't hate to be like this, but you know, it could, it could always do worse. And that's, that's it's true. It can. It. Yeah. It can I mean, there are like, worse you know, things than being stuck in your house. house. Exactly. You could be fucking stuck with somebody that you absolutely hate, and then what do you do? Yeah. <laughs> or you could yeah, not, not you, know, so like, you know, like, or you could be stuck with, you know, what if, what if 
things are worse. You know, what if you don't have a home? What if you don't, you know, what if, you know, it's, it's, there's a yeah. lot of people going through some serious shit. I right was just going to say, there's a, yeah, there's a lot of people who are worse off than, I mean, us at this, that it seems us. I mean, not that we're all going through it and it, it sucks for yeah, everyone. Yeah. I, I totally agree. I mean, it could always be, anything could really always be worse. As long as you have your health and your, you know, your family and you, you're, yeah. you know, you got something to work with is the way I look at right. it. How many, how many right. relationships are failing during, because of quarantine? Like, I think relationships are going through that point where it's make or break time right make now. Make or break, like, or, right? Or, yeah. If we come out yeah. of this, let's fucking get married or get me the fuck away from you. Dude, I don't yeah. think it's it possible. But I read something from China that like the second they lifted quarantine in like Wuhan, the divorce rate spiked or something like that. <laughs> like, I would imagine oh, I, it would. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you, I mean, if you're, you find out a lot about, me and Emily lived together for six almost seven years already right. so it's like you know but if you're newly moved like just moved in with somebody and all of a sudden now you're fucking forced to live with this person and figure that out like you're really that's a test of tests right there like it's a, you know, it I, really is yeah it's a it's, test, that's man. some of these people are just they're stuck and and they're learning that i don't want to spend time with this person I would pay right. to be fly on the wall on any relationship where that, let's say you moved in with each other March 1st and then quarantine started oh, and it's like, God. fuck, I can't even go out. Yeah. I can't even get away to go out with my boys. No. I can't go out with yeah. her friends. Can't like you, you can't even go to your family's walk. house, man. Yeah. No, it's crazy. It's, it's a, that's a, that's rough. And that's exactly what I mean by it could always be worse. It yeah. could. At least you're with, you know, your wife and you think about if you're in a bad relationship, right? That's say you're in married and you were already thinking about getting a divorce. Oh, and now you're stuck. And, and now you're stuck. <laughs> they said oh, I was just listening to <laughs> I was just listening to something. I listened to this podcast uh called Sword and Scale and it's it's a true yes. crime podcast. Yeah, it's pretty great pretty podcast. fucking intense. Yeah, it's great. But they just had like a COVID, <laughs> like a COVID crime thing it was called. And all this, like, they say that the, uh, the the domestic violence, like, rates have been fucking skyrocketing through the roof. Like, yeah. like burglaries are down and shit, and robberies are down, but, like, domestic violence is up. That's all fucking people who take it, uh, Yeah, all these people who take their shit lives out on, like, the public sucks. and rob and steal are now just sitting yeah. home beating their wives. That really <laughs> I mean, That's you horrible. Know, <laughs> you can't. You it's know. horrible, but, like, that's what's happening. You can't get a break. Like, yeah, things are good. Like, the environment's looking good. There's no robberies. But people are beating the shit out of each other at, in, in there. Right. That's awful. Yeah. My God. <laughs> this is, a, this is, a, this is a, tough, a tough couple months for the Me Too movement. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. It's bad. It's definitely rough. You know, there's some guy who got caught up in that shit. And he's like, oh, now you're stuck home with me. You shouldn't have went to that rally. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hell, you! All right, we need to stop these like shots. Speaking from experience here, he's like, yeah. What's going on? I'm not gonna lie, I'm starting to get you a little. You're gonna go to that rally, Susie. Whatever comes up, we might have to do this podcast for another forty minutes just because I'm really starting to feel good right now. And it might be next time we want to drink, we might have to start getting me going way before the show starts because I feel fantastic right now, and I already apologize. Whatever's gonna come out of my mouth the next twenty minutes. I love it. I if love if it. that was that was that was perfect, man. All right, buddy. Fucking great. Oh man, that was good. That, that got me. Yeah. But am I wrong? No, I mean, think about it. 
Let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your wife was at the rally you're and you're like, up. fuck this bitch. You're stuck with me now. <laughs> yeah. Now you're in Cops don't even want to go. now, is it? <laughs> Cops aren't really enforcing anything because they don't even want to go into the house no, because it might have COVID. It's crazy. That's so terrifying. I, I work on like Main Street in Massapequa, right? And um, there's just people outside on the benches on, on like our main road uh just drinking like just like beer in hand just getting drunk oh really a couple of the bars are open and they're just serving it out the window the, the world is over bro there's so no rules just, anymore like in the street just getting drunk <laughs> on like a tuesday that every part of me is like oh this is awesome <laughs> yeah, dude there's like, zero rules yeah i was driving around today and i swear to god i was looking at everybody who was on bikes and like with their families and stuff and nobody's wearing masks. People are over it, bro. People are out of supplies. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's, it's pretty scary. How if you think about it, you know that what how this a virus can cause all of this, cause all this shit like this. You know, it. I don't know. For me, it really puts things into perspective a little it bit. Does, like how, it does, bro. You know, put my new. Life is very fragile. It is. And we, and we really need to realize how quickly things can change. Absolutely, man. We're, Absolutely. we're too comfortable with our lives right now, and we're not, although it's not good to live a life of fear, at the same part, you have to be weary of things that could, like, you got, like, I've realized I'm not built for this shit at all. Like, I, I've realized. <laughs> we could have told you that. I need to be significantly more self-sufficient and I'm already trying to improve on that stuff. Just about my whole life, you know, everything, but you know, I'd love to see you make same. a change. I feel like I'd be the first person dead in a fucking apocalypse. Like if this yeah. shit really hit the fan, yeah. I can't run. I got no cardio. You ever watch fucking, uh, what's that? Movie? What's number one rules? Cardio. Uh, oh, uh double tap. Yeah, yeah. Zombie land. The number one rule is cardio. I oh no, yeah, cardio. No, I'm not running yeah. away from anybody. It's just I'm not. I'm not built for the apocalypse. What do you think about these? What do you think about these doomsday preppers? Do you think that? Uh, you think that they had a leg up with this shit? Like right now, no. go, with what's going no, on? No, I don't really. I think that they're over. See, here's my thing: is like, I appreciate people who look at things like that, and I don't know, like they're they're ready for something if it does happen. But some of them are over the top. There's a fine line right. of yeah, over the top. You know top. what? They're not looking so crazy these days. They're not. Hey, that's the whole thing. Is. Your bunker over this. We <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I'm gonna what take another you? shot. Fuck waiting. Damn. What? I'm gonna take another <laughs> shot. I don't want to wait. Okay. <laughs> no, you know. Yeah, what I, you know. I think. Like realized through all this though is how how much I rely on social interaction with strangers to like boost yeah. my day mm -hmm. you know like even small things like i have a local coffee shop that i go into and just you know the same two people are working there every day so like you you chat with them for a couple minutes and then you go down the block and you see the same person walking by at the same time every day and you're like those little social interactions i feel like are such a huge part of just keeping you a little bit uplifted and now everyone is in a mask and it's yeah yeah it's weird man it's it weird. really does can yeah. I tell you, I just remember years ago making fun of people who wore masks, and now I won't leave my fucking house without a mask. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's a, that's a true story. I remember, I remember that too, actually. Like, looking, even when I went, to, I went to Japan not too long, a couple of years ago, 
and there was no, obviously there was no pandemic or anything going on, but that's just like the norm. Like people, like if you're sick, if you have a cold personally, they will just put a mask on to go outside. Yeah, it's, it's, a, I, it's a respectful thing and it's a, it's a nice exactly. thing. Right. And I, and I just said, that. I was just talking about that the other day. Like I regret all those, all those years of being like, why the fuck, like, why the fuck is this person next to me wearing a mask? This is making me nervous. Like, you're not the only one. Everybody was doing that. Dude, I, no, yeah, they're, yeah, protecting, yeah. they're like protecting that. you. That's the greatest right. thing. Somebody right. wearing a mask is, is thoughtful of other people. Uh, exactly. And that's, that's such a crazy dynamic to, to like having, come to realization. With. Yeah. It's just you like know? I'm having a tough time looking at people who drive in a car with a mask on. I'm like, what are you wearing the mask for in the car with nobody else around you? Right. But then I see people with no mask, and I'd rather the overprotective person than the person who doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, well, you know what, Chick? You wear glasses, so you'll get this too. Like, I can't wear the mask with my glasses at the same time. Well, can I tell you something? Yeah. You got to deal with it, bro. I, I, listen, it sucks. No, I'm just, I'm not I, as blind as you, I don't think. The other so, day, like, I can I see you without them. But no, I, I wanted to kill somebody because of the fog. I literally was in the supermarket, and it was making me angry. Because I kept on fogging up my glasses. Is that and what happens? A, the, the, it comes it, back. So like you're fog. breathing out and it's coming out the top into your glasses. It's getting like caught oh, in here. Okay. And there's yeah. no way around it. It's any mask with anybody who wears glasses. So all my people out there who wear glasses, we're all feeling that pain. And there's no way around it. Dude, you and can't make a mask. My optometrist opens, I'm getting contact. <laughs> is that the answer? I feel like more stuff can get caught in my eye. I like the glasses as protection. To me, it's another form of PPE. I was thinking of that, but if I can't... Who wants to take... Who wants to drink with me? I'm <laughs> Okay. All right. Salud. Cheers. 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 But, like, if yeah. I can't see, I'd rather be able to see. You know, like... I didn't even think about with the mask and the glasses because yeah, you don't have glasses. It, it shoots right up into your glasses and it fogs. It, it's a real issue. Yeah. It's a, yeah. And I, it is a, I'm not even joking. It sounds silly and people are going to laugh, but it is a real issue. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, you also don't want to keep on. Tough. Yeah. You don't want to keep taking the mask off or you don't want to. Touching your face and shit. Yeah. You don't want to have to clean your glasses. Like, it's annoying. Yeah. Yeah. That's something I get, that. I get uh, it. I get it with sunglasses, like, because I, I, I agree, I'm with you, like, I, I like to cover my eyes, too, if I can, when I go out for, like, Is that because you're too protection. famous? <laughs> no. I was no. just going to say, you try to wear, you He's look like, good. I got to cover up. Because no. you don't want to know who's going to see me. I can't see Bullshit. Bullshit. And bro, over here right now, no one gives a fuck who's walking. And Jim Carrey <laughs> can walk down the street and they wouldn't give a fuck. No, I, I no if I was I you, I would never want to marry, I would never want to cover that face up. Can I, I ask you an question? Well, here's what happens: the honesty comes out when I'm drinking. Okay. What level celebrity do you consider yourself? Ooh. In a letter, you know how there's A list, B list. Now you're a very humble dude, and I respect that. A little bit of like, you's got to feel good. Like, what letter do you think? Honestly, I can I consider myself like like I, I, F. I don't know. I don't know, man. See, that's what I think. You're you're being too modest. I would say. C list to B list, dude. That's like major. That's that's huge. Like I don't get like it's. I, I first of all I appreciate that, but I I feel like I don't get like I feel like if B, you're getting recognized a lot more. Get out of here. Do you get recognized? Honestly, at a like, B? Do, you, do you honestly get recognized? You're a, you're a, you're a, a heavy B. Come on. 
<laughs> I don't but know. But I agree with Maybe. him. No, listen, I'm not, and I get him. He's in a, a niche industry. So I it's guess, the, right. the people who follow him that. know, but like an adult lady is not going to know new politics. No, right, no. So, if I go uh, like a city that you're playing in that night. Yeah, that, that's different. Yeah, that's, 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 that's different. That's different. There's been a few times on Subway where I've been, I've, I've, people have called me out. Which honestly, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna blow smoke up your ass. It was the best feeling of my my fucking life. It was awesome. I you know, don't think agree with and, you. Yeah, agree it was great. It. it was awesome. Um, but not as much as you think. Like especially in New York, not a lot. L.A. L.A. Yes, for some reason, Los Angeles loves new politics. They always have. So they that's the that's the place where we get recognized a lot. New York, not as much. But yes, if we're playing the show, then it's a different. Then it's you know, of course. See, I like, feel like. The, the letter would depend, not that the letter means anything, but I think the select, oh, I did my in-between shot, now I'm ready for another one. See, <laughs> the great thing about it is, I think that the, it depends on the age of who he's, like, the yeah. generation of the people who are listening, like, he's a higher celebrity with, I don't know, the age group or whatever, of people who were born X amount, whatever. No, right, like the... the when somebody recognizes you on the subway, are they like, like, you, oh, you, you're in that band New Politics? Or is it like, are you that guy that was on the Adult Babies that one time? <laughs> <laughs> Which one is it? And be honest. It's, it's the Adult Baby Show. Yeah, I no figured. God, all, God. Always, all the time. <laughs> We're bringing your rating up. <laughs> oh, this you know what? Uh, Can I, I tell it. you something that made me feel great about us? Is when mm. Lou was on his um, his face his uh, Instagram live, one of his fans had actually wrote because I had said when you coming back on the show and he acknowledged me because he's a nice fella, and uh, I would never not acknowledge you. Come on, bro. Well, you know what? You got a lot of people on there. Sometimes I feel like it's more for the fans than somebody who knows you who's just you know. I, I oh wow! I, 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 oh wow! Look at that shit! Oh, oh wow! It wasn't a lot to begin with, but whatever. It's enough for one last shot. Okay. Um, and somebody has said, I remember you on that show. And that oh, made me... Oh, somebody said that? Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. No, honestly, things my... like that, like the fact that his... That's why I said his fans listened and remembered our dumb podcast because he was on it. And it made my me feel... Fans are, our fans are the best. Or, and I'm not just saying this, like, you know, just the whatever, but our fans, New Politics fans, are the fucking best fans in the world, man. They will follow and listen and really thoroughly love, you know, they're not just, they're, they're there to, to hear and take stuff in, which has been great. And we've, we've been blessed with that ever since the beginning. I don't know if it's because of the bands we've toured with or the artists that have like endorsed us or, you know, whatever, whatever it was. Um, but I think it's a mix of everything. I think you yeah, guys you know. are likable guys because even your your bandmates who I don't know and maybe one day we'll be lucky enough we can get all of you guys on. I don't know. If oh, soon yeah. They'd love. They would love to come on. <laughs> would they? That would be, dude. I would have them all on in a second. But but you I gotta you gotta get past their European humor, which is so fucking horrible. It is. It is. It is, <laughs> no, it is awful. Can I tell you one of my guilty pleasures is BBC TV, and I'm a big fan of. I watch a lot of international stuff. Not that they're English. I don't know what they are. To yeah, be I watch your news every morning, man. I'm riding that boat. <laughs> yeah, but I think uh, they're very relatable. The music's good, and um, I think it's easy to follow people who are 
like, you know, who are like, when I see you guys, I was actually talking about you to a mutual friend of ours who hasn't seen you. And I told him you were coming on the show. And I was like, the funniest thing is I go, you would never know what he does because he's still the same person. It hasn't changed you at all. <laughs> yeah. And, that's awesome. and I think that's that awesome. comes off with everything. So I do think a lot of people, I think that's why you have the fans that you have is because it, you're very relatable. Yeah, you know, and I think that comes from just genu being, you know, genuinely just loving what you do. Well, you know, what and whatever that is, whatever field that you're in, you know, like I was. I'm still trying to find myself, Lou. I get it. I know, yeah. <laughs> dude. It's it's all good, man. I mean, and, I heard know, uh, Domino's is hiring. Domino's. <laughs> the only jobs I'm getting offered now is shit that's on the fucking front line. Like I'm gonna go listen. I bet delivery jobs are hiring a lot right now. I will. Yeah, you I, I don't job. want. I don't want to take a job that's temporary, and I don't want to take a job on the front lines because of my smoking and all that. Which brings me to my next point. Did anybody read the article that they're trying to say now that nicotine is a preventative, like it helps prevent corona? Yes, I didn't hear that. Really? That sounds like one of those articles who, that only makes it way to smokers. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> they weren't recommending it because it was a catch twenty-two. It was like. Nicotine, they think, may help prevent it, but yeah, if you was get it, it nicotine or cigarettes because they're very different. No, nicotine, and oh. they were because they were saying they were surprised that there wasn't as many smokers who were coming down with COVID, and they were thinking it was because of the nicotine in it. So they were saying the problem is though, if you do get it, even you know now you're at a higher risk because you smoke. So it's a catch. It's not they're not telling people to smoke, but they were saying like ironically they were thinking nicotine itself may be some sort of a preventable measure in corona which right. made me feel good but then it made me feel even worse because i'm like if i do get it though i'm fucked like i gotta quit i can't not quit i don't need to hear anything positive about nicotine and cigarettes <laughs> i think you'll be okay if you quit you know i, I, I that's what I, i'm saying like quitting is the ultimate goal but if they tell me that you can't get corona that's like wow i'm gonna smoke until the end of quarantine right yeah i think you're gonna smoke to the I'm end of quarantine no matter safety. what <laughs> Now, yeah, don't judge me when I'm smoking cigarettes. I'm doing it for my safety. My short-term <laughs> health, not long-term, but my short-term health is going to be fixed by the cigarettes. Who's going to take it? It fights corona. Look it up. Salud. Yes. There you go. Yeah. Oop. That, yeah. one was, that was tough, that one. Come back. Oh, shit. No, I'm all right. I'm all right. I bounced back good. All right, good. Chick, uh, what? It sounds like fun. I, I, I like you. I like you having a few shots during this. Can I tell you this is the only way I could drink? And right now, like you were asking me, but if Lou asks you, I'm a little drunk right now, and I feel fantastic. <laughs> but this is what you said the last time, man. This is what you said when, I, like, exactly. after the after the prosecco. Lou, apparently, you bring out the best in me. <laughs> I, I love that. That's, I'm going to take that. I'm going to hold it's on your to that. Activity and the good vibes. It makes me want to drink and have a good time. <laughs> good. But Lou's it's also, good. that's why I love that he got me involved in the cards because now I'm talking to people in high school that I was always friends, friends with or friendly with, but I never hung out with them a ton. And now I'm like, you know, with, with, with Jimmy and, and Charms and a couple of his other people. Now I'm playing cards with these guys in the quarantine. Yeah, yeah. And I would never right. be out with them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm glad, and I hope after quarantine, maybe, you know, we all go out and see each other and stuff. But 
That's yeah, the, absolutely. There's been some pluses to the quarantine I'm finding. I agree, man, because it's easier to, even though it sucks to, this is uh, weird, you know, not that this sucks, but this is weird. It's a different way of hanging out with people. Yeah. But yeah. It, it also makes it a lot easier, you know, accessible. So, you know, yeah. like, you know, you know, like, and that's cool. It's like the I, weirdest I thing. Because it's yeah. true. Like, calling somebody and reaching out to somebody that you haven't seen in a while and getting together is, is not necessarily easy. No. But when you're all stuck at home and it's just a matter of logging into something and you could communicate and, and through that, it's so much easier. So now right. that everybody is stuck home, I really do find myself reaching out to people that I haven't reached out with in a while. And you hope it continues, right. whether it's Absolutely. virtual or whether it's in person, you know, you, you never know what's going to happen, but no, like that part, like, and it all starts from one little stupid, not even stupid, but like, you know, you go on Instagram live, we spark a conversation, then it leads to this, to that. And, you know, like even somebody, you know, you were talking to Nick the other day, like not that yeah, anybody, shallow. but it's just like a weird how things roll into place through. Yeah. Like that's the beauty of social media as much as it sucks too. Right. Yeah. I, I love that, man. I, I really love that because it's so funny. I was thinking the same shit to myself the other day. It's the equate, like, you know, acquaintances, people that you, we, we, we spent so much time together in high school and school and shit, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. just being in the same vicinity together. And yeah. it takes same one experiences, little, exactly. Yeah, same experiences. And it takes one little thing like that to, you know, fucking poker club to bring, to bring everybody and, and adult babies to bring yeah. everybody together again, you know? So it's, adult it's babies cool, bring man. people together. I there think you know, that's, that's, that's the new slogan. And that's why as much as people bash the internet and all these social media platforms, if it wasn't for some of these platforms, I probably wouldn't have reached back out to Lou or who knows if we would have ever gotten in touch and, and you know, rekindled the friendship, so to speak, that hasn't, you know, you haven't seen in so long. There's a lot of good things to come from the, like, not even the quarantine, just social media and the quarantine, in my opinion brings it out because now families can FaceTime and do all this yeah. other You're stuff right. to still socialize that we were bashing before that people kind of hung on, you know, I, I guess they right. use it as much almost. It's, it's that fine line of where something is useful to where it's bad. You know, it, it's just a fine line and there's yeah. a lot of pros and cons and thank God we're in the age that we are in. Imagine this quarantine happening 30 years ago. Um, no, yeah, it'd be terrible. Yeah, yeah that would be it'd yeah. be brutal. Think about it'd be before instant no contact. You can't yeah. contact anybody. You don't even have a no. cell phone. You got to call the house phone. So only one person can talk <laughs> at a time. So if your mother's on the phone with your aunt, you're not talking to your friend. No, that's just lonely, yeah. man. Yeah. Like think yeah. about yeah. it. Right. Right. Yeah. Like we're we're, we're, just... we're almost lucky to be caught in the quarantine, at least in a technologically standpoint of where we are right. able. To communicate with each other still you know yeah. what else is pretty crazy i think that there, i've read a fact that we our generation like whatever i don't know what you call uh, x y whatever the generation we are when people like, call us millennial flu it makes me mad so fuck are that. we are we're not really considered millennials though right we're we like are, the, we're, we're like the are, beginning are of the millennials yeah. but we're, we're not beginning. really millennials okay so what people say though about our generation is that we're the first we're like one of the first generations to witness both like yeah. what you just said like i remember only having a house phone 
and not having yeah. a cell phone, you know, and a fucking, then we went from that to like having it pagers and beepers. Then it was, then it was, you know, big giant cell phone. Like, but we're the only, we like the generations after us, like they don't fucking know what that's like to have. I know what, have, and they said, we're, I've actually, I read an article once that said our generation is one of the luckiest generations because we grew up in a time where not everything was at your fingertips and you had right. to use your imagination and your creativity and go out and everybody, you know, you couldn't just talk to all your, like you had, listen, let's say your sister's on the house phone and you want to talk to your friend and now they can't get through because your sister's on and she's putting the F U button every time the call waiting's going yeah. on. Like <laughs> that shit yeah. was real. Oh, that shit was a right. real thing. We grew up, we were kids like before all that. So we were able to, you know, figure it. I, I, I agree. I think it's a, it's, and it's I'm not, very grateful and, for that. And I think I've done, I'm done knocking on like that generation where I feel like, cause you know what, there's things that they are much better at than we are. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Of course. And yeah. you can't fault people for growing up in the time they grow up in. So like I'm past that where it was like, Oh, fuck the millennials. You know, even though so you, you don't agree with are, them. Like you're talking about like generation Z. Yeah, but what, yeah. whatever it is, you know, people, to me, I, but, like, your generation is drastically different from what I grew up in because you didn't have Discmans and no, well, things that, to technically Lou, last episode, <laughs> Lou, last episode, we were talking about, do you remember when you were younger having to ride your bike around and if you wanted to listen to music, you had to pick a CD that you liked from front to back and then you'd throw it in your it. pocket, it takes up your yeah. whole pocket. And half the time you're riding your bike or you go over a bump, the shit skips, yeah. it falls yeah. out. It's just fucking annoying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, it's it's funny though. Like, like the, I feel like the generational talk is kind of stupid because technically we're in the same generation. Like I agree with guys, you. I know. You guys are I the first millennials, and I'm the last year of millennials. Yeah. So it's like we're in the same generation, yeah. but we have completely different experiences. Completely different. You're right. It's just that's why I find it funny. And like, as much as we are considered millennials, and I don't, and yo, honestly, I used to make fun of millennials, and I don't even consider it a knock anymore. But I don't consider us. I feel like we're part millennials because we did have all that. Like, as we were later in high school, we had a lot of this technology, or we were still young enough to grasp the technology as it came. But like right. growing up, I remember taking a keyboard class. Like, oh yeah, you know what I mean? I, like, I think, yeah, like yeah, like JKL semicolon baby. I know it. I, I mean, I remember being up until ninth or tenth grade begging my parents for a fucking beeper. Like, you know what I mean? It wasn't a yeah. cell phone. Five year old sister messages me on Facebook. That's crazy, man. That's yeah. with, like with my Emily, my my wife. All, her nieces and nephews they're kids and they all have, like kid kids and they have cell phones they have phones yeah. you know not like they can't like you know call pick up and call but yeah. they know what an iphone is you know they know what oh yeah is. dude i, you know? I, I and, totally agree yeah it's crazy to think about that man and and how parents, you know do you imagine your parents arguing with one of your teachers who says i want to take their cell phone away but the parents are telling the, the teachers that they need the kids to have the cell phone just in case they need to get in touch with them what happened yeah. to calling the office and getting called down to the office? Different That's time, though. It's a different time. It is. It's, it's a very it's different time. It's a different time, though. But, like, the kids don't need the cell phone, is my point. Like, we did. Yeah, it. but kids listen, don't need it. With all the 
hate to say it, there's a lot of school shootings these days. Like, I would want to be in touch with my kid. Yeah, but I, mean, I, 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 agree. I agree. That's also a change no. in the parenting. That's but you know what? At the, at the extent to where these kids are using the phone so much where these teachers can't get through right. to them. Yeah, well, of course. There, there's there's got to yeah. be a fine line. It's got to be like the teacher takes the phone, right? And every also, call, like, then she iPhone. almost gets the screening. And I get it. You don't want her knowing your business, but like, oh, your mom's calling you. This is important. If you had an iPhone, though, like in your 12th grade class, like you wouldn't use the shit out of it. Like I remember I watched the finale of The Office in my 12th grade CAD class. Jesus. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> you give me a, you know, you give any kid. And, you know, Dude, I had the thickest phone iPhone. case. By, so I know my phone case had a kickstand that it would kick out and I could watch a show in school. It was sick. That's yeah. right. Dude, I'm almost scared of what high school I used to pass like, notes. Yeah. I'd pass notes to people. That's insane. Yeah, man. Think about <laughs> do you guys that. remember? Do you remember Pogs? Do you remember Pogs? Of course, like, yes, Pogs. Hammers. That, that, that's what got banned in all Yes, I think it was you're out. right. Was it out? Yeah. Was it out? Oh, do you or remember yo-yos? Do you guys yeah. remember in high school it when was. everybody was walking around with yo-yos? Yeah, yeah. Every, double butterflies and like everybody was a yo-yo connoisseur. Anybody who's listening to this show who was in high school, and I guess it was like 2000, it was one yeah. year, no matter what grade you were in, everybody was walking the dog in fucking high school with yeah. the yo-yos. Everybody it was, was like, going around the world walking the dog in like 96 or something. Dude, that's like a cartoon. It, it was like dance contest. It was yeah. like a contest with the yo-yo skills. Yep. Hey, how did that how did that happen how did that somebody it, it's unbelievable how that happened it was one year it was in and out one year it was gone yeah it was yeah. it was literally maximum. i'll never forget it was like one year i don't know if i was in 10th grade i feel like so like, i don't know but i remember one year everybody had yo-yos and it was like what the fuck if everybody was yo-yo what were you doing with your life for those two years <laughs> everybody had it I remember asking my parents, I'm like, I'm going to need a yo-yo now. Everybody has it. They looked at me like I'm crazy. But That's I had a yo-yo, me. you know, and I'm walking around. I'm like, yeah, we, and, and we all, everybody was an expert immediately for some reason. Like, yeah. everybody, like you're saying, <laughs> the tower yeah, they were doing these things. Like, like they were mature. Yes. Nobody, it was, Dude, it was like walking the dog. It was letting yes. it around the world, walking the dog, whatever. The, then it was like the still when you would let it hang for a little and then bring it back up. Like a fucking yeah. ollie or some shit. Like, sleep. you know what I mean? Like, you put, you put it to sleep. Yeah, you put it to sleep. Yes. Put it to sleep. <laughs> you put it to sleep. See, Chris, listen, I get it. You, you, yo-yos were always around, but for whatever one year in like 99 or 2000, it was a huge thing in Farmington. Dude, I don't get I, it. They're yo-yos. No, zero on the reason to it. Was 98 yeah. the year of the Rubik's Cube, man? What were you guys like? No, that was early. No, that was early. It just made it. By the way, here you want to hear a weird story with yo-yos? So yeah. There's a guy, and he's young. Chris, he's probably your age. He, uh, He's a comedian that I know, a Long Island guy. Uh, I would love to get him on the podcast, actually. And you could look him up. Uh, I, I, uh, I'm sorry. I, I don't know. If, no. Give his name. Is he the guy I'm thinking of who has, like, the props? No, no, no. Okay. I, I don't think you've met him. He... He's he's a Long Island comic and he's uh he's a yo-yo champion. Uh, <laughs> wow. He's, he's, tra- he's traveled to Japan, to Europe, and he's widely known. Like uh 
and you look and I sometimes he'll start his setup and he mixes it with like a DJ will do the the song. His name is Andrew and he's it's it's really interesting. And he's young, so I don't know where he figured this out, but he's on Wikipedia as like a two-time world champion yo-yo guy. Um <laughs> yo-yo I would love to, I would love to, his name is Andrew Bergen. Look him up. Okay. Yeah, um, I will. Yeah. That's great. But yeah, no, it's it's it. He makes uh, income off of it, I think. But he's a right, yo-yo right. champion, and he's twenty-something years old. So the yo-yos did stick around, and and I don't know where the hell it came from with us, though. It, <laughs> I know it came out of nowhere. It came. I'm just so happy Lou remembers it too, because that was a thing, right? I'm not crazy. Oh, no, dude, it was there was very much thing. That was the thing. I remember for some reason I remember mini disc players were a thing, like a lot of people yes! mini disc players. Yeah, that was huge. Break dancing was a fucking thing, even though it was like huge in '81. Like, and all of a sudden, it's that that's like our, a, I feel like there was a lot of retro things in our in our high school that were like brought back from the '80s, almost. As far as break yeah. dancing, yo-yos, yo-yos been around forever. There was a whole. Right. As far as break dancing went, there was a whole corner of Farmingdale High School, like during lunch, that would just break dance. Yeah, legit. Like like would, in the comments, they would, like, they would stick <laughs> mouse pads to the top of their hats. It was the 135 crew. Remember the 135? They named themselves after the LIE. Like, my God. This was a thing, dude. This was a thing. And it was crazy. It's wild to think about. This is why I I love bringing back people who went to Farmingdale High School during our time. Because there's so many things that we could reminisce about. And majority of our listeners are going through the same thing and they, they remember all this shit and they're probably laughing because it's all the same shit. Yeah, it, it, it really did happen. It was a real life thing. It all was a real life thing. <laughs> but you know what's but, funny? Yeah. It brings me to, which I do want to do some picks today because I do have some good stuff that I watched this week. And one of them is a Long Island themed. Um, do you guys remember the Roslyn embezzlement scheme? I right just watched this last night. Wait, What'd you what? say? I just heard about this today. Yeah. So, Lou, right after we graduated in 2002 in Roslyn, the superintendent, uh, the superintendent, <laughs> the superintendent, <laughs> the superintendent embezzled $11.2 million and wow. was spending it all on himself. And there was a couple other people who were uh, capitalizing off this as well. But there's a HBO just did a movie on it. For whatever reason, it's in the documentary section. That's neither here nor there. It's a movie. <laughs> and it's called Bad Education with um who was Wolverine? Hugh Jackman is the oh, main shit. character. Oh, and, it's, not uh, a docu- it's not a documentary, it's a movie. No, right? it's not. It's a movie about a true story. Yeah. But from, it's based off a true story. It's ba- and dude, it's hysterical. It's well done. Hugh Jackman looks nothing like the guy who did it. But it's a great story. <laughs> they nail Long Island. Like the accents uh, is like anybody who grew up in Long Island, Farmingdale gets mentioned, Islip, like a lot of towns get mentioned in it. Right. It's a great movie. I highly recommend I'll, it to anybody. I'll it's definitely called, yeah, it's called Bad Education and it's on HBO. Sweet. Um the other movie I didn't think I was gonna like, but it was actually very good with Chris Hemsworth, uh Extraction, the new one on Netflix. Well, I heard that was good too, yeah. Dude, they, they, like, no time for bullshit. They did great camera work with, like, the fight scenes. I loved how they filmed it. Um, 
like I said, there was no bullshit, no corny action or jokes. Like they got right into the story. It was nonstop action the whole time. And it was a very good movie. And then the last one, I'm trying to get my mother to watch this as well, because I think even if you hate pot and you whatever, it's called Cooked with Cannabis. Mm-hmm. And it's a cooking show. It's like a competition. Oh, on- Dude, it was so good. These people cook like they teach you how to um, micro dose people with marijuana when you're feeding somebody for like three courses. So these people don't get like fucked up right off the bat and they can't control themselves. They, they use CBD and THC in their meals and they're allowed max eight milligrams of, of um, THC per, per order, like per meal. Nice. It's just really cool because these people are making gourmet shit and they have celebrities come on and they're all eating it. And you'd be surprised at some of the celebrities they have on that are like eating pot. And it was just, a, <laughs> it was a good show. I'll check that out. That sounds interesting. Yeah, so those are my, my those are my three shows. Bad Education on HBO, Cooked with Cannabis on Netflix, and Extraction on Netflix was very good. Okay. Bad ed- Education I watched last night. I really enjoyed it. That sounds right? really Wasn't good. It really well written. By the way, they drop uh, Farmingdale in it. Farmingdale gets mm-hmm. a shout out. I got I got no, I got to watch it. I got to watch it now. The, they uh, went to Ace Hardware when they're talking about the Ace Hardware. They talk about the Farmingdale and Ice Up one being sold out as well as some shit. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's great. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But yo, B, how great were the accents and like the like they nailed Long Island. Allison Janney plays a a Long Island uh, woman. woman, you know, middle aged woman from Long Island, and she oh. nails it. She is absolutely phenomenal in it. Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> I love it. So I gotta watch it. I feel it. like anybody who lives in Long Island is gonna love it. So I mean, it, it, it was just it was a good movie too, and like the the, the humor, the, the comedy in it was done well. Like it wasn't okay. corny. But uh, yeah, my three picks. I'm fucking kind of drunk to be honest with you guys. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you hey, are. You got what five shots? I don't know five five or six shots. I don't know. I took the one in between, so I think the six. <laughs> Six shots and two joints because I huff down two joints and a bunch of cigarettes. This is the problem. When I'm drunk, I have no, like, stop button on smoking. I just chain smoke everything. Yeah, I'm fucked yeah. the rest of this night now. I'm going to smoke. Lot of people, a lot of people that smoke are like that for some reason. Drinking brings out the smoking in people. Because it's so good once it touches your lips. <laughs> <laughs> does, it, does it kick? Do you still get any sort of like lightheadedness after you don't, right? That shit goes away like from smoking like a cigarette. Like, do you still get lightheaded? Oh no, no, not you know what? The only time I'll I'll get lightheaded off a cigarette is if I wake up and I huff one down quick. You get a little lightheaded. And you still get a little lightheaded? Yeah, but not very, very rarely does that happen. Or if I smoke uh a cigarette other than mine, like my brand, which right. I'm a booze I'm a bougie fucking cigarette smoker. I almost won't smoke somebody's cigarette if it's not a parliament. Right. Uh, only parliament. Yeah, only parliament. But when I'm in a jam, which is very rarely with cigarettes now these days, but I'll smoke like if you someone gives you a Newport and you smoke that shit pretty quick, you'll fucking be lightheaded. You'll fucking be lifted. <laughs> I'll never forget. That reminds me. When we were younger, we used to steal cigarettes from the gas station around the block from my house. Well, my other buddy's house, actually. <laughs> yeah. And we used to steal Doral's. Because they were the only ones in arm, in arm's reach, and we used Correct. to smoke. 
things. And we used to smoke them like they were fucking joints. I'll never forget. I used to be lightheaded all the time when I smoked cigarettes when I was younger. I know. Anytime I smoke, I sometimes I'll smoke cigars, and if I inhale too much, like you know, if I'll just take too much, I'm fucking, I'm spinning, dude, off of that. Like I can't. Dude, it's fucked it's, up, right? When you like, yeah, yeah. when you get lighted off a cigarette or even a cigar, if you inhale it like on accident, yeah. I mean, you By can't accident, help but inhale yeah. a cigar a little bit, but like, right. Know. It fucks me up. Like all of a sudden, I'm like, if, if that's it, I'm, I'm like, I gotta, I gotta walk away. <laughs> do you enjoy cigars a lot? Do you smoke? Cigars? I do. I do. Recently, I've been like, it's been a new thing for me now, and I think it's because I mean, I've all me and my friends fucking charms. He introduced me. Another one introduced me to this shit. I'm not surprised. Do, yeah, exactly. He took me to a cigar bar in this fancy place in in the city, and I loved it. It was a cool vibe. It was very like you know leather chairs like. Oh, I think that's the thing with it. cigars. It's the whole vibe of smoking them. Yeah, right. You're just sitting there and you're smoking, and it was it was cool. I liked it. I came home and cigar bar like it. nice. Yeah, it was nice. What I'm saying, yeah. It was before Nikki nice. Gallo's wedding, whatever it is, what it is. Before Nikki's wedding, we went to a cigar bar like the day before, and we all hung out and smoked a cigar, and it was nice. Yeah, and, it's just a uh, chill. It's like a cool. And that kind of got me into it. But, like, I, by all means, I'm not, like, a connoisseur. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I'm buying. No, I hear you. I'm the same one. I'm just like you. When I quit cigarettes for one year, I got heavily into cigars. That's why mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, I quit cigarettes, but I picked up a cigar habit. <laughs> I love there's always smoke coming into your lungs yeah, right. or into your mouth. Well, in defense, in cigars, you don't really inhale. Yeah, I know, I know. You don't. You get throat cancer. Still, it's like, you always need to be, yeah. There always needs to be a fire on a stick at the end of your mouth. Can I, I think I've realized that's part <laughs> of my OCD is that I have like a, an oral fixation. Yeah. Listen, okay. I'm a pleaser in the bed, too. It's just an oral thing with me. Oh, I love oh wow. What do you mean, oh, wow? What are you I guys? Know. Oh, good. What are you, 10 years old? Like, no, come I'm on, just, we can't talk about adults. He's drunk. This is going on. I'm just saying, I'm a giver. I'm an, I have an oral fixation. Like, I have an oral fixation. I'm a. Well, that's my point. I like having things in my mouth. <laughs> All right, man. Look, you got to take this guy on tour with him, with you. You want to go are, backstage? You guys are, you guys <laughs> Guys, this has been a, a, a great night. Um a show. <laughs> Lou, thank you so much for coming on. You I really can, yeah. Thank you guys for having me. Please. We've do appreciate on two times too. It's a, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing, Lou. We love you. Yeah, we really mm -hmm. appreciate you coming back, man. Um, and we wish you, you guys the you best of luck. This the is album. definitely uh, a hard time for a band because of the whole quarantining shit and the social distancing. So we wish you the best of luck. We hope you guys come out stronger at the end. And uh, we look forward to whatever you guys release. Yeah, I suggest everybody you. gets the uh, the new album. Well, I mean, do you consider it new still? Uh, yeah. It's, it's, no, it's, I mean, no, not really. It's, yeah, so, yeah. it's an invitation I mean, to an alternate reality, new politics. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, therapy, like I said, was my favorite song on it. Maybe because I, I still go to therapy. I don't know. But it was a great song. <laughs> I, but, I, I, dude, I was, I was going to therapy, too, up until the fucking, up until the, the, the quarantine. I was going, and it stopped it. It's a beautiful thing. I, my, see, here's the problem. Yeah. My therapist is now basically we're on 
we talk about quarantine, so he's just stealing money from me for, if you think about it. Right, right. So that's that's the main topic. I I was uh, I was a really quick, and I know we're trying to wrap up, but I was a non no, for, for a, a little while. I didn't really understand <laughs> the the like I guess the medicine aspect of it, but yeah, it really fucking great thing. It was a great thing. It I is- thoroughly enjoyed it. Before to talk to somebody who's an unbiased individual, I think everybody could use that because Absolutely. talking to your friends and family, they can't help but say certain things and give you certain advice, and it's coming from a, a different place than somebody who's not involved at all with you. Yeah, can 100%. give you advice. So. Yeah. But yeah, I've been doing virtual therapy and I'm not going to lie. I, I, I want to keep, I keep doing it because to me, it's, I enjoy talking to somebody, but yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, at this point we're just talking about quarantining. We're not really doing anything. So yeah. I'm not going to, kind of tough to do the, the, the therapy thing. Yeah. Right. But yeah, I could talk Thank forever. You, feeling fucking great. But Lou, maybe I'll see you on a card game tonight. <laughs> Guys, it's made it this far. Stay stay healthy. Be safe. Thanks for listening. And uh, thank you guys. Yeah, I got a great show.